Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, this is uh, Shane, the host of From the Shadows podcast, and I'm here with Jason, the super producer. Greetings, everybody. And the one and the only resident skeptic, the Ozark Howler. Hey, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> can you can you guys tell the excitement of the Howler? Uh, well. <laughs> no? No, all right. I, you, know, I, you, you know me, man. I try to under-promise and over-deliver, right? Uh, so, so I don't need to catch you. Hey, I don't need catchy phrases. I don't need snappy hooks. I don't need ain't no clickbait with me. Okay, ah. it's the real deal. There you go. Well, for all for all of our new listeners, since we're a new member of the Odyssey Radio Network, we'd like to invite everybody to stick around after this short intro and check out what we like to call the midweek howl. And what the midweek howl is is it's just our little uh, story time with the with the Ozark Howler. Um, in which we try to try to lighten your week up a little bit with a, with a fit 10, 15 minutes of laughter. So stick around, laugh with us, enjoy the stories. Um, no harm, no foul. Um, so just be ready to, uh, to, to go to a world that uh, you probably hoped didn't exist in the world. And expect to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Expect to be entertained. So, you got it. You, do you have any warnings or? Uh, no, you know what, though? Story? I wasn't, but what I was going to say is so may, maybe I, after I just told you there's a hook, there's no hook, there's a, there's a, there's a hook. You know, I, I think I said it earlier on the last one. I did with you guys, you know, I, I got a story for almost everything, you know, because I just been on, I was on the street for almost 30 years. So, I got a story for everything. So, if, if, you got a subject, send it to From the Shadows podcast, and I'll tell you a story about it. Yeah, yeah. And for the, I guess for those new listeners, the Howler has 30 years of being a sheriff, a highway patrolman, uh, air marshal, a homeland security, and, and probably a lifetime of just being an all-around funny dude. So, redneck, uh, man. Redneck. Redneck. There you go, <laughs> so we hope we hope that uh, you give us give give us a little segment a chance and go check out the holler and uh, like you said, if you got some stories that you guys are interested in, you know, asking about or if he's going to have to send it to you guys because I'm not on social media, so it's got to go. Yeah, he's not. He's not on social media, so so if you really really want to say some good stuff about him, we'll share it with him. And if you say some bad stuff about him, don't waste your time. He won't ever hear it. We'll, He's kind of fragile, so we won't let him. So, with that, thanks for welcoming welcoming us onto the Odyssey Radio Network, and we hope that uh, you enjoy the show. Well, Howler, um, you know, much to your chagrin, you uh, 
you, you're just you become more and more famous from the midweek howl uh, and the and the fantastic funny stories that you that you tell. I mean, I don't know why you don't believe us, but uh, I know you're not on social media and you don't see the comments and and everything. But uh, um, we actually had somebody. Well, I, I, in fact, I got asked twice this week. How did you guys find the Howler? So, I mean, I suppose we got to tell the story. I think we've told the story before, but I think we we probably ought to tell it again, just for all the just for all the new new listeners or whatever. So, I mean, you want to tell your version? You want to tell my version? <coughs> well, I only know it from my end because <laughs> you didn't find me; I found you, right? <laughs> Well then, well, I, I mean, technically, te- yeah, technically you found me. Yes, technically you, I found you. Yeah. So I was, <clears throat> I was uh, in Minneapolis, juggling a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, my my second cousin, my dad's first cousin, my second cousin, uh, sent out a text one day that said, "Hey, check out." You know, I don't remember how he worded it. I think I still have the text. You know, I, I bet you I can go through my phone and get the text date. If you want to know, now that you <laughs> say it, because I keep certain texts. And anyhow, he said, check out the latest video. It was it was March 20th, 2017. Holy moly, yeah. What do you think of that? Huh? That's, that's a long time ago. And I got the text right here at 9.22 a.m., that's when Wade sent me your information. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my, my my dad's cousin sent a thing out that talked about David Allen Coe's latest video with the Moonshine Bandits. It was filmed out there in Ohio somewhere. Yeah, at the, at the uh, prison. At the prison. <clears throat> so, and I think he put the he he put the word "produced" in it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in the video. Way David Way is listed as a producer, right? And he, I yeah. think that's what he said. You know, my buddy David Wade or something. David uh, made this David Allen Co video, so I sent a text, and it was it was there was about eight or ten people on the string, so maybe it was David sending it to him. I don't really understand how all these things work because you know I'm not into group stuff like these people are you know what i mean like my kids are and all that sort of stuff so <laughs> i just responded back to the whole thing maybe he can produce my comedy or something like that because at the time i was trying to to uh, do a buddy cop comedy and um and david it's within 10 minutes or something david had reply i had an unknown ohio number that t- replied back to the to me directly and which I called him and then he said, Hey, I don't really do movie type stuff, but I know a guy that does something. Let me talk to him. And that's how I got introduced to your orb. To my, to my orb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you this, you know, it's, um, cause I have people, like I said, I have people ask me all the time, like, have you, and I know your wife has asked you to, have you guys ever actually met? And, uh, like no, he he really lives out there in the Ozarks. You know, he he he's not from Ohio. He doesn't 
he's not back here for any reason until maybe the Mothman Festival next year. Um, but because uh, I know Jason's like his eyes got really big, like oh yeah, the Mothman Festival. Indeed. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, there's something to be said when a guy that you don't really know calls you up and within 45 seconds has you laughing as hard as you've ever laughed. Okay. And, and that uh, was go ahead. And that, and that's what I'm saying. And, and so it, uh, it just became apparent then that, uh, you know, this was a guy I was going to be friends with because, uh, number one, it's hard to find really, truly funny people that, uh, are funny without overly trying to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Just sometimes no, it, you know, comes out. And we had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of likes and dislikes and, and you'll like this, Jason. <clears throat> I, so I, uh, you know, we got to talk and me and the holler got to talking about movies and stuff and, and writing and which is, I think, you know, like he said, the reason he really wanted to reach out to us was, you know, about making a movie. And, uh, and so I tried my hardest, Jason, to get the howler to either confirm or deny that there were aliens, that the government knew about Bigfoot, about dogmen, about, you know, any kind of crazy conspiracy theory I could come up with. He gave me nothing. Really? He just, yeah, he gave me nothing. <laughs> he said, no, there's no drawer. <clears throat> with a secret file or anything. That's um, right. And, you know, uh, go ahead. <laughs> so, but it did lead to him telling me a story about um, going to, uh, when he was in, I believe, with the, uh, uh, you know, the domestic terrorism, you know. Group, stuff. yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that uh, used to tell me about uh, going to trailer parks because people would, put a threat out against mm -hmm. I think it was President Obama at the time. Probably. And, and they'd have to go. So, of course, in my warped mind, I created a story idea about a trailer park that turned into a horror a horror type screenplay that the Howler and I collaborated on with the judge. So, that story will at some point probably come out in the From the Shadows series tied into the whole conspiracy in that book series so at some point people will get to see some of the written work by the howler you know nice so i look some, forward to it it'd be better if we could get it made into a movie hint, hint, anybody out there looking to draw you know and i think that's <laughs> that's what you know i i when i reached out to wade that first time who introduced me to you I was trying to get a seven or eight minute, I don't want to say short, but certainly I wanted to take five or ten minutes of the comedy I wrote and 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 make it and produce it. So you had a a short or like a giant trailer or something to to shop it, you know, as a you know, I think they call it truth and concept. You know, they do, you know, Hollywood does all this stuff. And if I was a if I was trained in um 
that I could better tell it, but uh, storyboards or something like that. I thought, well, you know, we'll just make a seven or eight minute movie and, and shop it around and it'll, somebody will, somebody will give us the money to make it. That's what, that was the original thing. And I thought if you can do a music video, surely you can do a, right. Yeah. That's a good, that's and a, he, and he, he didn't act like he knew anything about anything <laughs> other than music videos. Well, really? <laughs> well, you know, no, I, I just, think, I think really what I, I think really, I, I, I pointed out that it's not that easy and it takes a lot of capital for whatever reason. And, uh, it, uh that's the thing know, is because everybody's still, got, everybody needs paid off. That's why it's just like yeah. the record industry. It, it, it costs mm-hmm. a lot of money. It costs a lot of money. I mean, mm-hmm. um, just like doing the podcast, uh, I mean, we don't get paid for this, you know? Yeah. Uh, we pay so out. We pay out. We pay out for this. Um, and I can only say that because because Christy never listens to the podcast, so she has no idea that I'm saying that it pay. But I mean, we pay we pay monthly fees for uh, you know being ho- for hosting and for media server know, and everything. Yeah, media server. Yeah. So we do this because we really love to create stuff, um, and we know people love, especially the the howler part. You know, people love it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, we get comments on everything else, but we really get a lot of comments about about the Howler stuff. And so, uh, and Wade and I joke about this all the time, that, you know, I don't want to bag on, on David Allen Coe because he's done a lot, he's created a lot of um, great opportunities for us, okay? And he really is in many ways, a, a, a creative genius, you know, just to sit there and talk to him. Um, he has a lot of experience, a lot of, you know, he's super funny, super smart as you can imagine. But, but we, but we joke all the time that, that everything that every opportunity that has come, come about is, be, is through him. So we can't get away from him, no matter how much we'd like to <laughs> like to do something on our own. And, uh, and it leads right back into the how meeting the howlers because of because of him because of us putting together a music video, and um, and the uh, the howlers second cousin, you know, yeah. I, to, to to flesh out that picture sold merch, drove bus for David, yeah, long he drove time. bus driver for David, yeah. and you know he would as a young man in the you know in the eighties early eighties you know I was. Cause I was born in 71. So you're talking in, you know, 82, 83, you know, I'm 11, 12, 13 years old and I'm hearing stories. Yeah. He drives a tour bus for David on And, and I didn't really process. First of all, that seemed crazy that somebody that we knew knew somebody famous. And he would, when you talk to him, he would have stories about, um, Famous people, you know what I'm saying? Me, you know, yeah, so and so was here, Waylon or Willie, or I met so and so. We were down to this and that, and, and and it was almost unbelievable. To this day, I know people that think that he made the whole thing up, that he never went on. Tour, you know what I mean? <laughs> to this day, I know people that think it was it was 100. percent He had made it up. And you want to talk about somebody to get on? It, 
you know, he would probably be spooked with the, the technology would probably spook him. I don't know if he would, I mean, he's driving a pickup from 1987 still. So I don't know if we could get him to put a headset on and sit in front of a deal like this. Does that make sense? But a dude that can tell you some stories and is funny. And uh, other than the fact that he, you know, he cusses a lot and says a lot of crude. I mean, you're talking to a seven year old dude that as far as I know, has never been married. So, uh, and he's my dad's age. So they're 70, mm-hmm. 71 and he's never been married. So he's not domesticated at all. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he, he is a, he is a, a cross between Patrick Duffy and, um, Sam Elliott. And he, he just be, he, he looks like a character in a movie or TV show, you know? So I don't know, but well, yeah, it all it, goes around David. David did it all, didn't he? He, he did it all. He did it all. And there's, <clears throat> and there's some great, great stories, uh, that I could tell about David that uh, just firsthand stuff that I've uh, um, that I, you know, that I've been part of that are pretty, that are pretty cool. So, um, but uh, I mean, I'll just tell you guys one of the, one of the most ironic and funny, funny stories is um, so David was playing at the Tangier in Akron, Ohio. You guys know, mm-hmm. Jason, you yeah, know. I'm familiar with the Tangier. Tangier's this really cool mm-hmm. nightclub that back in the 60s and 70s, everybody who was anybody came through. It looks kind of like a, uh, oh, um, like, like a, uh, like, like Roman. A, well, it's not Roman. It's more like a Middle Eastern type, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, what the, okay. what do you call those and, things? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so. Uh, it's unique. Yeah. So, so Christy and I were, were headed up for the, for the con to go, to go see him. We had, I think Wade and I maybe had just been doing some stuff and, and we had some, we had some stuff to talk with David about, about an upcoming project. Chris, Christy and I are leaving here and heading that way and, I get a fo- I get a phone call from Wade. He goes, "Hey man, we we need some help. You know, David needs some help." And uh, um, oh, I take that back. This he wasn't at the Tangiers this time. He was at uh, the place in uh, Strong. Oh gosh, this Thirsty Cowboy or something. I think it, this is this is where he's at the Thirsty Cowboy, and he uh, he says. Um, Says, hey man, you got you got to help, got to help us. Um, David's in trouble. You need, yeah, we need you. And I go, well, what do you, what do you need? And he goes, I need you to stop either at Walmart or CVS. David forgot his cane. I go, cane. <laughs> he goes, yeah, he's not gonna be able to walk up on stage unless he's got his cane. Like so, one with like a three prong. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. so it's so. I go in, and I buy this cane, <clears throat> and uh, Christy and I get back in the suburban, and I I looked at her and I said, "Boy, this is what this is what rock and roll has <laughs> turned into, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna stop and buy a cane 
So Dave would get up on get up on stage, and uh, you know I took it and gave it to him, and you know he thanked me, and and but that right there is the epitome of what you know David David's life, and I met in a lot of famous people, a lot of musicians. It's chaos off the stage, but man, you get them on the stage where they um, where they really thrive and belong. And for that hour and a half, two hours, they, you completely forget that the that the guy sitting up on stage is eighty years old, uh, had to get up there with the help of a cane. You know, mm-hmm. he takes you to a whole different world, and he's a bad dude. You know, he was a bad dude in his day, and he still can you know get transformed back to a time where maybe he's still he's still a, a bad dude. You know, cane and all, but. Uh, yeah, that I just I just looked and I thought, man, this is what it's like being in rock and roll, buying a cane. Hmm. <laughs> can you? That's, I mean, can you, Matt? Nobody imagine? usually doesn't think about it under that perspective, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, because it's just normal everyday people, right? So, right. But uh, you know, so I mean, I, I'm sorry, it's not a you know, it's not a story about you know a bunch of roadie chicks or you know sex, drugs, and rock and roll or anything. It's about a cane. Geri- it's about a ger- geriatric country star, but, you know, that's the way it, that's the way it goes sometimes. Right? I think we're all <laughs> headed there, right? We're all headed there. It's just... Uh... God's willing. Hey, listen, uh-huh. all I hope is that sometime I get a call and the Howler's getting ready to go on stage to do his comedy routine, and uh, Jason, <laughs> you got to call me and say, hey, look, man, he forgot his walker. You got to stop I I'll just give up. I, you know, I'm about ready to give up. I always tell people I'll never make two million because after I make the first million, I'll quit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, of course, we lost lost Charlie Daniels this week. Can you believe it? Oh, I know. Okay, that was a shock. But they said uh, he had a, you know, he had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah, there's been quite a few, quite a few, uh, quite a few great musicians, and uh, you know pass away here lately so and i you know some of the musicians that i know that know these people are it's hit them pretty hard so right so hey i guess you just gotta live life to its fullest man you yeah. can't uh, take anything for granted yeah well oh, i mean just I, a reminder uh, of your mortality huh? you know this is pretty uh, this is kind of a downer, downer yeah, i don't know how this is a downer how down you know yeah your story did it Shane. Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast godaddysites.com or contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows and tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all Until next time Never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.